I know you like to think your dick don't stink. <laughs> Like, uh, no, I don't think that I know that. I had to take a big old shit at Walmart earlier today. <laughs> I would, it would not stop coming out. I ate some a lot of jalapenos yesterday, and it was like burning. Yeah. But I'm gonna do next. I think I'm gonna have the poos tomorrow because I had a lot of red meat today. So it's like yeah. I'm gonna have the poos. I um, when I got out, I was mm-hmm. wiping, and then uh, <laughs> the dude next to me was like, oh, "Shit." No fucking toilet paper in here. <laughs> you hook him up? <laughs> I just know I laughed and left. Oh, what hey, no, 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 no. You always have to fucking check. Well, you could have hooked him up. You could have been like, hey, man, did you say you got no toilet paper? He'd have been like, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. no toilet paper. And you'd be like, yeah, no, I'm no, going to no, throw no. you some over each, No, each, you got to check. That's fucking yeah, You laughed at him and you fucking walked out. Only fuck, I had to take a big shit. I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> I made sure I checked there was toilet paper. So, fuck that guy. He's probably still there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your co-host, Joe Ramirez, along with our other co-host, Beto Sparza. And now, introducing the main host, the man himself. Loved by few, hated by many. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse P.S. Lira. Woo! Ooh, welcome, Le- everybody, to Wait, another... Let me oh, sorry. fucking finish. Sorry, I didn't know you were gone. Never fucking mind. Just go do your thing, then. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Thank you, Joe, for introducing the episode this week. Thank you, Jesse, for fucking it up. I didn't know you were going to keep going. I apologize. Well, Honestly. maybe if you had just let your mouth... just If you kept your mouth quiet for a few more <laughs> seconds, you would have fucking seen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well... You yeah. want to continue? I'm sorry. No, never mind. Just forget it. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another great, fantastic episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. And I just want everyone to know, today of all days, what's today? The 14th? No, 13th. 13th. Yeah. Today is Saturday, October the 13th. Saturday the 13th. Ooh. But Not as just a block away, the best event just happened. One of Beto's favorite Events of the year, the Steampunk Festival. Yes. And um, unfortunately, for, unfortunately, I did not get to go. Oh, it's here tomorrow, too, so you can go Is tomorrow really? if you want to. Yeah. I got to work. What time? It's kind of far. Right? What time do you work? Actually, you don't work that far from, you're only like about a couple miles away from it. So. Uh, it's still kind of a long ways. Well, you can always stop by here. We'll be um, here, so I mean, you can come by. We go together. You were really excited about it. Yeah, but then... It's what time do you work tomorrow? 3.30. You work at 3.30? Yeah. Oh, so you have time. We can go early and then uh, you go to work. I kind of like to chill, chill at home before, you know? I don't like doing stuff and then having to worry about going to work after, so... Well, I've got a steampunk uh, festival alert. A, a... What do you call it? A uh, breaking news. Yeah, it was pretty busy. Oh, was it? It was actually pretty it's busy. It's always busy, right? I, I felt like every year it actually gets busier. And this year was like, like even Jess had to park on the far side 
Because oh, it really? was actually pretty bizarre, yeah. right? There was a lot. No, the was it a, was it a bizarre? bizarre right? I mean, yeah. How bizarre. Once you get in there, <laughs> when you when you look at the way that people are dressed, and yeah. <laughs> but did you like Dishonored the game? Dishonored. 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 Yeah. Dishonored. Dishonored. Did you like it? I never played it. Because oh. it's very steampunky. Oh, is it? Kinda. Just steaming pile of fucking shit, punky. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. All right. Uh. <laughs> Before we get to the thing that everyone wants to know, Steve I'm just I'm just gonna mention <gasps> the, I'm gonna mention this right now before we get into our usual what's up, fool. Uh-huh. The biggest game, one of the biggest games of the year, just released this week: Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that none of us are playing it currently. No. Just wondering, before we even start What's Up Full, why are you guys currently not playing it? Me, personally, I haven't played a Black Ops since Black Ops 1. Yeah. That was the last Call of Duty I played. And I don't hate the series. It's just never really been for me. But I do respect it. And it's, you know, you know, gameplay's tight. People have fun with it. It's just over the years, kind of done with it. But I was just wondering, are you guys, the two of you, planning on getting it? Planning on playing it? Uh... I wasn't Then I kind of I'm tempted to But I probably won't I'll wait till it gets cheaper Um It's just Cause it's gonna be fucking Call of Duty Fucking same shit all over again Yeah Um I saw that our friend Cody Was playing it And then like that. That's what I was like Oh shit he's playing it And then I, I see him Like every time he's on He's playing it So I'm just like well, He must really like it But then Cody again Is like he's gonna play it He loves it And then after a while He's like fuck this game Yeah so I don't know. We'll see. I'll see in a couple of weeks if he still likes it. If he yeah. still likes it, I'll probably get it. Well, see, I'm glad you brought up Cody because Cody is a friend of the show. And um, he, when it comes to Call of Duty, even first-person shooters, this guy gets super technical. Yeah. And and he could tell you reasons why things aren't good, how it plays. I mean, if you've right. heard him in past episodes, he gets super. In, he can get super into detail, you know. Yeah. So I asked him, but I didn't ask him for the show. I mostly just asked him, how is Call of Duty? And then um, he said, pretty sick, bro. (laughs) 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 And that was day one. That was the night, yeah. So maybe next time I'll ask him for a more thorough explanation of it. If we still have not tried that game out, at least we'll have Cody to kind of talk about it. So. What about you, Joe? Planning on getting Call of Duty? Even thinking about it at all? Probably not. Um, even if it's cheaper, like on a flash sale for maybe like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. I guess I would give it a thought, but nah, probably not. Forty I just, bucks? Nah. You see, the games drop down to forty bucks after like the first one. Yeah. See, FIFA's already like forty bucks. Makes I sense. saw it on a forty for like forty-two bucks on a on PSN. That makes sense. That's a bummer. But nah, no real interest to be honest mm. with you. I'm not I'm not big into Battle Royal. Um Is it because there's no single player? Does that kind That's of a big part of it for me, yeah. Because, I mean usually I, I dig single player and like getting into that part, but without no single player. And then like I'm not really in a battle royal. Uh zombies zombies has really been missed for me lately. Like every game I try to get into it, it's just you know, if I don't have a group playing with me, like personally, I'm I got no real interest in it, so you know, I'm a no-go on there. And then Call of Duty's multiplayer, it's long past me by, man. I have mm-hmm. no real interest in that. So really, there's nothing that would really, you know, connect me to it. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, I, I could if it was really cheap. Maybe, but probably not. All right. Well, Beto? What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, going to the store, that's fucked up. For reals, fool? For reals, fool? Yeah, fool. For reals, fool? Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. I don't really play much this week. I, I mean, I did play more like the same shit, Madden. Mm-hmm. I'm haven't touched FIFA. Uh, I play like another thirty minutes of Fist of the North Star. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it still as good? Or yeah, I'm still enjoying it. It's just yeah. that I haven't really put much time in it. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. Yesterday, I really got into. <laughs> I, I re-downloaded The Witness. Oh the yeah. And then I, I got really into it again, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna beat this game because I. The, for, for people who probably just real quick, as, who forgot, like, what was the witness? That the was like two years ago. I think so. Uh-huh. The witness is a, it's a puzzle game. I, I mean, I, don't, I really don't know what, what else there is. I mean, it's just you solve a bunch of puzzles. You open, you open a bunch of different like, um, they're like lasers that point to a mountain. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guessing you gotta try to get to the mountain. I really don't know. I don't know the story. I haven't like read into it. Just I just know that you're opening them up. You're solving puzzles to open up lasers to point at a mountain. And I'm guessing something happens if you when once you point all those lasers at at the mountain. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. I don't know exactly what happens yet. But yeah, the puzzles are really. They, sometimes they like they. They make you feel stupid mm-hmm. just because you're like doing it and like, what the fuck? I can't, I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah. And then once you figure it out, you're like, oh, okay, that's, that was fucking, I get it now. I remember you stopped because you kind of got like, you hit a wall and then you were just kind of like more frustrated. Yeah. You were just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I, I uh, the reason I, I got back into, into it because sometimes like I'll, I'll play games and then I get a better understanding, uh, understanding of it the second time. Mm-hmm. And then I start figuring stuff out a lot easier for some reason. I don't know what, what happens if I if I like if I just I don't know just think differently. I don't know what what it, what, it, what it is exactly that my brain does <laughs> to makes me to make me understand like the certain puzzles. But um, I'm I want to get to the part where I got stuck at just to see if uh, maybe I, I I can kind of figure stuff out because after a while it just got really like really hard and I didn't understand what to do how to f- like how to figure out certain puzzles because every time that you come up to a new puzzle there's always kind of like a little a little guide of how the certain puzzles in that area work mm-hmm. and i don't think i really understood how to solve puzzles in a certain area that i was in at yeah. the time so that's why i was like i want to i want to play through it again so i can maybe hopefully pass it this time just trying to figure figure it out. Maybe hopefully I can I can I can get a better understanding of the puzzles. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna not rush myself into it because that's what I did last time. Because I really I liked it a lot. Yeah. When I played it, and then I just got really frustrated and I just put it down and just never touched it again, just because it just got really too hard. And I played sometimes when I play certain games for too long, I just like I just give up on it. I really don't want to play it anymore. Uh-huh. And then um, that's this is what happened. The same thing with this one. So I'm just trying to play through it again, and then 
I want to beat it because I want to know what happens without like looking at through at walkthroughs and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Have you? Are you already at where you stopped? Are you close? Uh, or? Probably like halfway into where I was. Okay. Because I, I I do remember certain uh, certain puzzles and in the beginning of it and. I feel like there's certain puzzles that are there just kind of to throw you off that you don't have to solve. Because yesterday I I, I was stuck on one. I was like, fuck, I don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. But I still was able to open up the um, the laser to point it to the to the mountain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not supposed to do this or something. So I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna open up all the lasers and whatever puzzles I never passed. I'm just gonna go back to them, either look at or if there is, even is a way to pass like to to uh. To solve them, uh-huh. I'll, I'll go back to it. But I really, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a way to solve them. I just don't, I don't understand like how to do it. But, but so far as I'm still, I mean, enjoying it again. Yeah, so that's cool. It's, um, that's it, pretty much. Oh, why you drunk, so full? I, fellas, uh, really didn't play a whole lot of anything this week. Uh, just really, really busy. Um. I tried Laser League out. Well, yeah, I remember. I rem- okay when because that's free on PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, PlayStation Plus, and I remember you before any of the free PlayStation Plus. I remember you like going, "Hey, check this game out. We should all probably get this." Um, and I just remember being like, "Oh, it's in VR." You're like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, okay," because it looked like it probably was yeah, a VR be. game or it could be. But I, when I saw that was free, I'm like, "Oh, that's the game I remember Joe bringing up." But how how, how was it? So I got my ass kicked by the computer, like right off the bat. <laughs> it looks it's, hard. It's interesting, but yeah, it's fucking, it's not easy. It's it's something that, I don't know, I, I really have to put more time to it to just really get the hang of it, but it looks like it could be cool. Pretty much you're in this little square, like you're in a rectangle arena, uh-huh. and there's these little uh, nodes you can hit, and when you hit the node, it brings up like a rotating f- fan type thing in your color. So there's two colors, there's your color and the enemy's color. And the goal is to like, I guess to like kill you know to kill your enemy, you can also put push him into the wall. Like if it's your own colored wall, you can run through it. If it's their wall, you you get like a uh, stunned or hurt by it. Yeah. And then, but the edges of the playing field at the end of the rectangle, if you go off one side, you just come off the other side. So oh, there's okay. really no boundary. You can mm-hmm. if you go to the top, it's like Pac-Man. You go to the top of the maze, you yeah, come yeah, back yeah. from the bottom. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you can use attacks. Like if someone's at the bottom and you're at the top, you can you can go for like a charge from the top and then fucking catch like them here. That scorpion. Yeah, that I would and, always and do it's. Just- Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, exactly like that. So it's it's clever. I got I, it was hard. Like I died fucking really quick. Like yeah. trying it, I was like, holy shit, I, I lost quick. It's got like a um, I think it's like a best of three or you know, you, it just depends on what you play. I think you can do up to three on three. Uh, I just played against the computer one on one. It just got my ass kicked. It looks interesting. Um, I I'm gonna put some more time in it to see what it's like, but it's already looking like something that would I just get the shit kicked out of me online. Yeah, with. but, but we it looks can play cool. against each other, right? You can play against each other. Okay. That's what seems really cool about it. There's different stadiums. There's like different. You can pick a different stadium. And then the 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 maze layout. There's different like fields to play on. So each one's kind of different. So it does change it up a little bit. Um, I didn't get that deep into it, but I liked it. It just off the top of them, uh, like just playing it. I was like, this is gonna be a steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like it could be difficult, but it looks fun. I mean, so far I enjoyed it. Is it the sequel to Rocket League? Probably not. I don't think it'll be as ex- as accessible as Rocket League because um, 
it just feels it's harder. It's was, definitely more of like a balance. The name league in it. Oh yeah, laser league, huh? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I bet that you're very clever sometimes. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, other than that, that's really all. Trying to think about doing can anything I, can else. Can I add something? Uh, Joe said clever, and it reminded me of <laughs> a DJ. His name is DJ Clever. He came out with an album on Friday, and it's really fucking good. DJ uh, Clever? Yeah. Okay. It's just remind me to play it. Yeah, it's just instrumentals. It's but it, but I really like it. The the because I, I follow. I've been following this guy since for the longest time. Since fuck man, because I got really like into like turntablism when I was like in yeah. high school and stuff. So he's one of the guys that was in one of the one of the best uh, like DJ groups with a bunch of dudes like uh, Infamous, uh, DJ Craze, and A Track uh-huh. and Duck Sauce. A Track's part of part of Duck Sauce. I was looking. Okay, sorry, Duck Sauce. Like he has he only had two albums. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, it's almost two dudes. The only, oh, it's I dudes? think they came out with the album and like maybe a couple other songs. Oh, okay, yeah, but um. Yeah, he was in in one of, in a DJ group, and he came out with a album called Conquer, and the song called There's a song on there called Bronco uh-huh. that just fucking I I don't know it just it was so good. I was at the gym yesterday listening listening to that, and I just really fucking enjoyed it from from beginning to end. So you guys uh, like like kind of instrumental type hip hop hip hop ish kind of. I mean, he's inspired by a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. It's called Conquer, so it's on Spotify and all that stuff. So you guys want to check it out? It's pretty cool. But uh, so yeah, played uh, played some la- uh, a little bit of Laser League, and uh, that's been it. I'm looking for some. I'm looking to earn to get some free time to get uh, to play Spider Man, to play a couple other games that I got. Um, I have been keeping up with my Madden League. Oh, how's that going? We're about ready to start season two. Whoa. Yeah. You know, signed myself a couple of. Uh, signed, I actually only signed one player. Draft day Drake. That draft date. Wait, what? Draft day Drake. That's Drake your name? Song? No, that's. Have you heard that song? Oh no, I haven't. Yeah. Right. So. Lauren Hill. We're scheduled to start a draft tomorrow. We'll see if that goes down, but uh, it's the draft, so we're gonna draft our players and try to uh, see what happens. You know who I signed? That's pretty dope. Who? In uh, improve my defense, Terrell Suggs. <laughs> He's old, but you silly bitch! I passed on him because he was old. <laughs> I just wanted him. For, I don't. I don't did how you many see seasons the line? do you think we're gonna play though? Did you? Uh, I, I, possibly three. The line. The guy under him was like one or two points. I signed him. Yeah. The linebacker below him, same position, one or two points lower overall, but like fucking. Seven years younger than him, so I'll take That's that. Fine, I'm, all, I'm. I don't think I'm gonna play it that long. So it's he's got another. <laughs> I, Charles has got like another year or two in him. Did so you look okay. at his overall rating for injuries? I did not. I did. <laughs> I didn't. So I just, you like, go ahead and you keep that. I just That's saw a good. high number on his. Just don't be surprised if you're signing someone else to play for him, or if you, you need to sign someone during the season when you're playing for no, him. Well, oh, don't I'm worry, just no, saying, I'll keep him safe. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think Madden will keep him safe. You know how Madden. You you know how Madden be when it comes to injuries. Half the team gone by, by like week four. <laughs> That's more the offense for me. But um, yeah, you take him. I take the. I took his. I took that follow up. I took the next guy. Did you sign him to a one-year contract or a two-year? One-year. Yeah. <laughs> How much you give him? Like 15 million. You're no. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I think it was like 6 million, something like that, maybe. He signed for it? Yeah. Oh, he's desperate. <laughs> he was so fucking desperate to get signed. I lost uh, I lost a lot of players. Though. I lost a lot of backups to the dra- uh, to like free agency, so. 
I've been watching horror movies, guys. Ooh, well, it is that time of year. Watch Halloween? How I watched Halloween 2. Yeah? I like wait, that one. So. Wait, seen it, the original, seen it? not the Rob Zombie BS, right? No, Halloween 2, the original, yeah. yeah. Okay. The one in the hospital. I still like that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, it's not bad. It, um, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's just, to Halloween. It's, it, it's to Halloween what Rocky 2 is to Rocky. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. exactly that. Yeah. It's no more than that. Don't expect a masterpiece, oh, but no, it's a no, no, solid yeah. follow-up. No, it's not bad. Yeah. It's just that there's a few things where I'm just kind of like... I remember you talked about those like, things. Oh, like, oh, come on. Like, what was it? Yeah. The car the, 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 yeah. They, the car scene? Or the crash? <laughs> I know what you're going to talk. I know what you're going to say, because you mentioned it before. Yeah. Um, and I also tried watching Season of the Witch, the third Halloween, the one that's... Uh, I want, I have I've that. heard it's good. Dude, I've owned it for years. I haven't watched it, but what I hear, what makes it good is why I want to watch it. The pumpkin thing? Just the pumpkin thing yeah. and then the, the music in the end because they have to stop that I commercial. Didn't get to the end. I didn't get to the end of it, it but I, I hear like the beginning's kind of shitty. If you're trying to, to... I hear like the last half hour is the It's best. really... Yeah, it's a third yeah. part too. So, uh, you know. I want to watch it though, but that's on there. I saw the... You know... Underrated um, remake that I, I just finished watching. Watched it last weekend. The it? Crazies. Oh, what's that? Mm. It's a uh, Romero movie, um, and pretty much is a small town. He remade it, or is it his movie? It's was? originally a Romero movie, George Romero. Oh. It's called The Crazies. Um, it's a small town, and I think something gets in their water or something like that, and they end up with this virus. The people in the town start getting infected by this virus that basically turns them insane. And it's not really like a zombie movie. It's mm. not. It's not a full. It's like I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? It's mm. like a, it's a different take on it. And the remake has Timothy uh, Oliphant. Oliphant is that your name? Timothy I don't know why you're gonna yeah. say Timothy Dalton. No, not Dalton. I think Oliphant. you can say Oliphant. Timothy Leary. Tim Leary, shit. Um, no, Oliphant, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. And you know what? It's pretty fun. I, I liked it. I think it's pretty fucking good. I mean, I, I've. And I do remember, recall seeing the remake or seeing the original. I, I remember a long time ago I saw it. I don't remember a whole lot about about it, but I know I saw it when it came out. But I just rewatched it and I was like, the craziest is pretty fucking it's When did that come solid. out? A few years back. I think it's a solid horror movie. Solid, solid movie to watch. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of horror movies. Like right now on the AMC app, they've got a shitload. They've got like every single Friday the 13th movie. They've got every nice. single Hellraiser, Halloween, all the way like the first Halloween through H2O. All right. Every, every Halloween around this time... Um, AMC would have a uh, hundred greatest. Oh horror, my god! Hundred greatest movies. That scary so movies. Yeah, that's on uh, YouTube. So if you guys uh, ever want to cool. watch some like Fuck some high, like some of the greatest, uh, like uh, countdown of a hundred uh, greatest scariest movie shocking moments, moments or something scariest like that, right? Movie moments. Scariest movies moments. I've uh, considered getting it was on AMC and it's really good. And it also gives you like it kind of gives like gets you interested yeah. in, in yeah. some movies like there's some, some so many movies yeah. that I'd never seen because of it or Dude, I've never even heard of it if it, if it wasn't for that. I don't even remember the title. But the one about the blind lady in her yeah, house and the robbers are there and you think like, oh yeah, that's crazy. But then there's a it moment really where it's like one of the, it's like dark shadow. You don't even see him and he just jumps, jumps out at this out blind lady and it freaks you out okay. because she can't see anything and you can see them in the house, yeah. you know, but then there's moments where you don't see them and it's kind of like, yeah, you're not blind because you're watching this film, but you're still freaked out because you know she's blind, but also in, in moments you don't see what's going to happen. Yeah. Forget so, the name of that show. Yeah, it was that. I, I consider getting a, a just trying out just because it's Halloween, just to see what they have to offer. Is uh, AMC's uh, horror like subscription service Shutter? Shutter, yeah. Have heard of it? But I mean, I feel like there's so much just garbage. I mean, because I mean, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like shitty horror movies. Yeah. I do, oh, admittedly. Yeah. But I feel like I just wouldn't be worth paying the price. Although I've heard that there's a couple, like they have a couple of decent movies, like exclusive mm-hmm. to them. Um, 
So I've actually kind of been interested. Like, I kind of want to. I'm almost kind of like, I want to look to see if they've got like a free trial. Yeah. Just to try a few movies out. Because, um, yeah, it's a season. So, you know, I'm kind of interested in seeing what they got. Although I, I would expect most of their movies to be shit. But, yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, Crazies was pretty dope. Um, no, that's, that's been it. That's all I really got going on. How about you guys? Jesse, what about you, man? Um, this week, <clears throat> I haven't had that much time, but the time I have had, I dedicated, um, I played a shit, well, okay, I'm pretty much getting down to it. I got back into Dragon Quest XI because I took a break from Dragon Quest to finish up Spider-Man because I wanted to get that done with. And, you know, I've talked a, a, a bit about, like, Dragon Quest. And, you know, when it starts off, it feels like, okay, this is, like, Dragon Quest. This is regular Dragon Quest and everything. And actually, a topic that you were talking about last week, Joe, when we were talking about, like, controls and everything and how the game plays, uh, I completely forgot. I even forgot to mention it when you brought it up. You can change the battle tactics and how everything is set up in it. I just changed it to back to classic mode. But you can walk around the enemy and attack that way. But what's even cool is you can command your other members to do certain things. So you'll have your your you know your healers, your attackers, uh, your heavy attackers, and attackers that have base magic and stuff. So you can set it to where I have the old school kind of feeling of I want to tell them command wise how to do everything. But you can have them set up like oh the healer heal you know you have a mix of healing heal when people need it. And then uh, with other ones like attack smartly or attack strong, um, you can command each person to do something. So they're on their own and they do the attacking for you while you can either have everyone do, have them command to do certain things a certain way. Or um, I just had my, the main character I co fully controlled and then had everyone else like the healers heal or other people to use their attacks. And it was really fun. And then you can actually move around the map and move all the other characters, not around the map, but around the battle area field. So it does change it up kind of like Xenoblade, probably not as much control as Xenoblade, but you still have that balance of doing it. And for a while, I was kind of against giving them commands because I, I was so used to, I want to tell them what to do. I want to choose their, their, their choices. Like if I need to heal, I know how to heal. But once I set it up, I, I'm not going back to it. I like having them kind of do things on their own and they heal smart like they do heal smart like they won't just heal you like i played some games where you can do that and oh she just heals every time this person gets hit it's like i don't need you to heal them kingdom hearts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's but um that's, that's a prime example of one the more i'm playing dragon quest because i felt like oh okay this is dragon quest and it's the new generation of consoles but it's not the biggest change for dragon quest but now I kind of want to take back what I said, because the more okay, I played, actually, like it's actually really good. <laughs> no, like it, it, it kind of like I already have 50 hours on it. I'm almost oh, yeah. done. Like yeah. I, I couldn't go. But like where you have most Japanese RPGs where, OK, grind, grind to level up. You're not really punished for not fighting everything. Nothing's random battles. You can go. You can pass by enemies if you want to. But the sense of exploration and everything in the game itself, they've really changed it up. At first, it doesn't look like that on the surface, but when you delve more into it, they did such a good job. And um, I've been playing every time I get home from work, and the storytelling is like, without giving anything away, it's so good that every day felt like I was watching a new episode in a series. Hmm. 
because the story was good. And there was one that was so good. I don't want to mention it, but I want to kind of mention something else as an example. You guys watched uh, Batman the Animated Series, right? Yeah. Did you guys ever watch the uh, one of my favorite characters or villains in the in in animated in the animated series or in Batman in general is Clayface? Yeah. Did you guys ever watch uh, an episode called Growing Pains? Nah, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, I, I don't recall them though. So quickly, Growing Pains is about uh, Tim Drake's Robin. The Robin version is Tim Drake, and it's a it's an episode about him, and he's out exploring Gotham and finds this girl, and this girl. Um, she's lost. She doesn't remember who she is. She doesn't know where she needs to go. So Robin tries to help her, and she's slowly kind of piecing together what she needs to do. But then there's this dude following her, and Robin's trying to help. And slowly throughout the episode, you kind of feel like a connection between this girl and Robin. Like, he starts liking her, and she starts liking him, and he's trying to help her. And then the more you go into it, you find out... Um, oh shit, she's actually not real. The reason why she forgot is that she's a part of Clayface because Clayface was not dying and let a piece of himself kind of explore to find help. But when that part of um, him, Clayface, that created that little girl started walking away, she just forgot. Like that's how she lost her memory. She forgot what her mission was, was to find help. Yeah. Not help, help, but like figure out a way figure to, out a way to like, keep him alive. And, but through as time went on, he was able to kind of reconstruct himself. So he needed her back. And Robin's trying to save her. And then she just decides, look, I know I'm not real. You're going to get killed. I'm just going to... I'm going to sacrifice myself because technically I am him. And then, like, Clayface grabs her and starts absorbing her and she's gone. And then Robin's pissed and tries to, like, says, bring her back. And Clayface is like... She was never real. Really, like, yeah. it was a part of me. She's gone. That's it. It doesn't matter. And he, like, Robin almost kills Clayface until Batman comes and stops him. <laughs> and, and like, yeah. In, in even, like, a 21-minute episode, you're just like, holy shit. It was such a great series. Yeah. Like, it, there were some super fucking great episodes. It's like, you're like, holy shit. The, Is, and then at the end, like... Commissioner Gordon gets there. He's like, oh, is there anything you need to report? Like, the crime? And then Robin goes, yeah, murder. You know, they're, like, murder, and walks away. Because yeah. he met this girl, there was a relationship built, and then she's gone. Like, it never happened, you know? But, you know, it, that, that I remember that hit me hard when I watched that. But, like, that is the level quality of storytelling in every little piece, in every section of the world in Dragon Quest... Like, I'm not saying that something like that happens, but something very similar. And even though I'm watch only playing 21 to, like, 30 minutes of this game, you have that type of storytelling in Dragon Quest. And compared to other, like, RPGs from, like, fucking stupid-ass Final Fantasy 15 that didn't even have a story, it's building up characters. And even, like, when I, when I saw the artwork for Dragon Quest Eleven and saw these characters that they had there, I'm like, eh, I don't like the artwork. They don't look cool. But then you learn who they are. You get to know them as you're going. And you're like, oh, I like this guy. Or I like this girl. Or I like that. It's a far cry from like how westernized, how how um, how diluted uh, uh, storytelling is in Final Fantasy now compared to like Dragon Quest still has that level of, of good writing. And it was so cool this week. Even though I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to, every day was like if I got to watch a Netflix episode and I'm binge watching 
one episode with great story and another one and another one while it's progressing toward the end. So everything from gameplay, the world, the graphics in, in Dragon Quest XI, like I'm just loving all of it. And four hours feel like 30 minutes because I'm just having a good time. Nothing feels like a grind. Nothing nothing plays shitty. In, and the more I learn, the more I'm playing. It's just, it's really good. And that was the only way to like explain that story without ruining a story in Dragon Quest because I could say that the story I'm referencing using that Batman the Animated Series episode was far more wrenching than that. Like, it was just equal, <laughs> but, like, even, like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. still kind of sticks with you. And that's what yeah, I like yeah. about storytelling, but storytelling in games in general, that something can stick with you, even if it's just a, um, a little limited side story, you know? The... Um Mr. Freeze episode is still one of the fucking benchmarks. The first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, Heart of, uh, Heart of Ice. God damn, that is such a fucking good, yeah. good episode. There were so many really good episodes. I, I was going to ask, like, because I know that they have the whole DC, what is it called? Streaming the, service. Streaming service. Does that mean, like, the Batman, uh, the animated series is no longer, like, on Amazon and stuff? Did they get pulled? Because um, I know, like on on the streaming probably, service, it will happen. on the streaming service, you get to watch them in HD. Apparently, I don't know if they were remastered or if they've just done something, but they're like in high definition now. Uh-huh. But I was just wondering if that they're still even available on on uh, Amazon. For the longest time, they, they, yeah, they were. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, that was a great, really. That's a really good series. Seriously, how much did how much did the developer pay you for all that? Five hundred bucks. That's what I figured. No, I, I've been really <laughs> impressed you with. <laughs> Are you gonna try it now that you've heard this? Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna play now. <laughs> no, Dra- Dragon Quest is like, it, it's, it's not the leap, but it's what I think I needed to kind of like get the bad taste of Final Fantasy 15. That. Persona 5 and Dragon Quest are probably like, hey, if you want to wash your mouth from that <laughs> shitty-ass Final Fantasy 15, play Persona 5 and Dragon Quest 11, you know? Um, but yeah, combat. Like, I completely forgot last week. And then with the combat, I was just like, shit, this does actually do really, really well. It's really good. But yeah, no, Dragon Quest 11 is um, almost done with it. Like, I, if I didn't have to work... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I didn't have to work at all this week or something, I could have. Fin- I would have been done already. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Dragon Quest uh, 11, very good. I'm enjoying it, and I'm trying to finish it before Red Dead Redemption comes out because when that game comes out, I'm scared. It's probably gonna be good. Be, there's probably not gonna be a fucking podcast gonna be playing so much. All right, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. After years of PlayStation owners being unable to change their PlayStation Network names, Sony has officially announced that they will soon be testing the PSN Online ID Change feature beta to allow users around the world to finally change their IDs. 
Revealed on the PlayStation blog, the PSN Online ID Change feature beta will initially be a part of their PlayStation Preview program and will become available to select users that have pre-registered as testers for previous PS4 system software betas. If accepted, users will be able to change their online ID as many times as they'd like, with the first change being completely free. Any changes after that will cost $9.99 or $4.99 for PlayStation Plus members. When an online ID is changed, the option to display the previous ID alongside the new one will be available to help your friends recognize you. Once decided, you won't be able to switch between showing, not showing your old ID. These PSN ID changes are compatible with PS4 games originally published after April 1st of 2018, and a large majority of the most played PS4 games that were released before this date. It's important to note that not all games and applications for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita systems are guaranteed to support the online ID change, and users may occasionally encounter issues or errors in certain games. If you were to run into multiple issues and wish to undo the change, you will be able to revert and change and get back to your original name. During the beta, this change can only occur once. The beta for the PS name change is scheduled to conclude at the end of November 2018 and all PS4 owners will be able to change their names if all goes well in early 2019. So, um... Yeah, it's finally happening. People are able to change their names on the PlayStation Network. I have always had a name that I was okay with. You know, it was the first name. I have it across all the systems I own. Uh, but I know people who have, like, sweaty balls on my chin, 420, yeah, or, or very... People that made them when they were, like, 15 and stuff. Yeah. But did you... I don't know. Like, this is what I wanted to ask you guys. Was there ever a point where making a name where you wanted to make something funny just because or even at, for me even at a young age i'm like oh i don't want this name always popping up so you know yeah that's, the, that's what i thought like, when you just wanted something cool sounding yeah, yeah. i i now thinking about thinking about it now like it'd be pretty funny if i just put like my username as i love my mom or something <laughs> <laughs> uh not really I, it never really struck me as all that hilarious to see because every yeah. time I saw someone else's name that was kind of just like supposedly to be funny more times than I was just like yeah it's kind of stupid yeah. it's annoying so I never really was one to like put like you know anything overtly funny yeah maybe a name here or there like just you know like just like eh but like not like you know like fucking 69 yeah. master fucking 420 weed yeah but it's what's it's crazy like, eh. is you see a lot of those like yeah, 420 you, you know um, there was those are the people that don't have jobs that are just yeah. sitting at home playing games all day, so you, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I get it. You might make it when you're a kid and think it's funny, and you're an adult, and you're like, this is stupid. I hate yeah. this so much. Um, there was a story. I don't know who it was, but I guess this person, like, let's say their name was Balls on Chin, and then, the, like, when they got older, they're like, fuck, dude, I, I don't like this name, but you can't change your name on PlayStation. And I think uh, when he was living with his girlfriend... Um, the girlfriend's mom would come over, and when he they'd have <laughs> when they have movies, they watch movies, and let's say the mom was there, and his his PSN name would pop up saying "balls on chin." She's like, "Oh my god, whose name is that?" And he would just be like, "Oh, it's one of my friends. I'm sorry." <laughs> like every time, like he didn't he did he had to say that it wasn't his. It was just, <laughs> it was someone else's. But like they have to do that. Like that really sucks. Yeah. Like you know, it's um, I could see that's it's cool that you can have it a. Uh, change you know you can change your name now microsoft is reportedly making moves to acquire independent developer obsidian entertainment 
According to the source close to Kotaku, Microsoft's acquisition of Obsidian is 90% complete, with one source saying, it's a matter of when, not if. Some of Obsidian's most notable games include the Pillar of, the Pillar of Eternity series, South Park The Stick of Truth, KOTOR 2, and Fallout New Vegas. So yeah, I mean, Microsoft has been acquiring a lot of studios, especially like Ninja Theory and everything. Um, and you know, if they're acquiring Obsidian, that's cool. Um, I don't know, with them uh, acquiring um, all these studios, I kind of wanted to bring this up. Like, do you guys think, people were talking about it. Um, do you think Microsoft is going to let these studios, hey, create new IPs for us? Or do you think they might be like, hey, you have, Fall um, not Fallout, Fable, you do this, you do this. Don't you think it'd be smarter for them to probably just have them like, hey, have creative freedom, create something that, you know, of course they need to pitch it to them, but yeah. I think it'd be better if they had these new studios, especially Ninja Theory. Don't force Ninja Theory to, as much as I would like to see Ninja Theory do maybe a fable, I'd rather have them do something original because it, it to me, it benefits Microsoft more. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Here's what I think, Jesse. Okay. You're telling me Microsoft is on the verge or is like uh, in the last moments of purchasing Obsidian. That's what you're telling me, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is what needs to happen. Just like Sony uh, did a Kickstarter to get Shenmue 3 fucking made. Uh-huh. Microsoft needs to do a fucking Kickstarter to get a remake of Obsidian's Alpha Protocol fucking made so that that game can be made to a fucking to be made to the fucking fantastic 10 out of 10 experience it should have been that it wasn't when it was first released you know what i'm talking about i know alpha I remember, fucking protocol I the, the espionage rpg it was the cover okay was the cover like white and blue with yeah. a guy running like that yeah, i think it was okay fuck i never that played was it was fucking that? obsidian dude really hold on that yeah see oh, I fucking yeah. isn't that crazy that i remember yeah <laughs> i fucking played parts of that game and it, that, it, it's fucking uh oh, it was on uh, xbox and i think playstation i think it was mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken two or three uh three yeah three and uh there were fucking some cool parts to it but it was really rough as shit and i totally understand people that didn't like it but fuck man if more money had been like put to that game like that was a fucking they tried to do a lot with not a lot. Really? And that's a game that I would be fucking awesome if they could remake or just redo anything to do like that series again. Yeah. It was kind of like a, almost like a, a Bioware-ish type fucking espionage RPG. Hard to fucking explain. Uh -huh. I thought it was fucking cool. It was rough. I never finished it, but I was like, fuck, this is pretty, <clears throat> I liked it. And it's a game that to this day, like I've always kind of wanted to go back and play through it. But I, even I know now, like I would just wouldn't have the time. Rough, yeah. But like, if they were to be like, "Yeah, we're gonna kickstart, we're gonna try to redo this," I'd be like, "Fuck yes, <laughs> do that." Yeah. I don't give a shit what else they do. As a matter of fact, I know you said you don't want to see them get forced to do anything or other developers get forced. Well, force fucking Obsidian to make me a new Alpha Protocol. Okay, no, 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 That's no, what but, I want. But here's the thing: like, I think more established franchises. So I don't, you know, as much as you like that game, I don't think it's established. So. I think that's fine. If they were How to work dare on you, Jesse. No, 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 no. You get what <laughs> I'm saying, though. I know I do. You know yeah, 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 I get you. Like, if they were to do that, I'd be, I'd be happy. You know, I, I think it just benefits Microsoft more. If, like, hey, let these studios be creative and create. And even if it doesn't work, like, maybe, you know, throw, 
What's that? What's that saying? Like throw shit in the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, like what do they have to lose, really? What they have to gain is new IPs that like make people flock to the Xbox. Yeah. Or you think they're purchasing all these, um, all these, uh, all these companies to get ready for the next console? They should. I don't that's think they even don't I, even bother. I, here's the thing. I say don't bother. Making games for Making that. games for Xbox One. Yeah. Like, have people flock to your new console. That's what you I'm know? thinking, because I, mean, I think they're getting ready for that. And then uh, Sony's just sitting there, still on their fucking... Yeah. On their high horse, just... But they're still kind of fucking up right now, too. But I, yeah. I feel like the, the momentum's going to shift over to uh, to Microsoft when, when the next gen comes mm-hmm. out. So, I don't know if you guys saw... Um, did you see the patent for a Game Boy girl case? Yeah, I heard about for like an iPhone that that Nintendo had a patent out for that. Oh really? No, yeah. So what, like it seemed like um what are, what are those cases called like cases that people have where it flips over and people have their like credit cards and their money like and it's like a case. wallet I'm not case. Sure exactly what it's yeah, called. so think something like that, but you can lay over and it has an opening for a screen, and then it has the buttons like the the. Game Boy Game buttons in the yeah. D-pad. And it looks like it'll, of course, touch the touchscreen, and it'll probably have the interface where you you know, move it. Now, again, when it comes to patents, doesn't mean they're going to make it. Yeah. It just means that Nintendo wants to have it up, so if someone tries to do it, they could be like, no, we Stop have the that, patent yeah. for that. You can't do this. But if they were to do it, what do you guys think? Do you think it's something where you, you see all these, um, the Nintendo Classic, right? You have the Nintendo Classic, the Super Nintendo Classic, and I'm pretty sure the 64 Classic. Now, there was always people saying, well, what about the Game Boy Classic? Now, when you think about that, do you, like, in my thought, my thoughts were, do you really want a Game Boy, do you want to play your game, a Game Boy, old school Game Boy games on your TV? Not saying that wouldn't be cool, do you really want to play that? And the smart thing would be, like, when you see that patent for the phone, like, I wonder if that case will be the... Game Boy Classic version where you buy a case for your phone or something. I don't know. What like what do you guys think when you see something like that, like the patent? I think it makes sense. Like if you were to do that somehow, add it to your phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of... I, I, I could get behind something like that. But is it just... I mean, there's so many phones. Is it going to be work for like... See, that's a, that's the thing. Phones? Like, can like so many that you... Is there a way to that make... aren't going to sell or certain cases that aren't going to sell. iPhones are going to be a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. No, and, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Like, is there a way to just, like, to just make a case and, like, it fits all phones? You get what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to want to put an opening for the camera. Yeah. Like, like Nintendo's basically just going to want... This is your Game Boy Classic. So when you put it on here... Like, I have a case on my phone. I don't want to take this off to play it. I just yeah. want to be able to put it. Maybe something where you can tighten it around. I think they'll make and then make close it. it, you know, and then it feels like a Game Boy. Something where you can just close it. It fits any phone because I don't want to take off my case. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll know? make it like to where you have to have that as the the, the main case. Then it would just or be such a like pain because then yeah. it would just be like, do you have the iPhone XS Max case? No, we're sold out. It's like when you're gonna get more of those. I don't know, yeah. but we have a lot of the Samsung ones. Like I don't I don't want yeah, that. I don't have that. Do you think it's possible to make a case where, like, 
Something where you can like just a tighten universal it. case, yeah. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, one where you can tighten it. So, like, let's say you have a smaller phone. You're going to have this much chunk, but it makes sense. You know, they just... Maybe, I don't know. They pick the... I don't know. Fucking... I don't know. Still. If it's possible, this is just all rumors and and we're just, like, guessing. I think uh, they're doing that because I've seen some, some like, really shitty uh, cases that have, like, like an emulator in it with, with a bunch of games on there. Yeah, that yeah. In the... Uh, like similar layout to the Game Boy, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing it's just to prevent that, maybe. Yeah, I think you're probably right. There are some already like that, though, right? You're yeah. Saying? I could see it being just a way to like control that market, yeah. but I mean, I mean, at this point, if I'm like, you could really just say like, "Fuck, you make an Apple app." That you can buy, you you get like a base set of Game Boy games, and you can buy fucking Game Boy games for like yeah. a buck or two yeah. off that app, and just add them to that. Like it would be such a fucking great seller. You could easily just lock that onto like one, or just a certain amount of phones, like certain size phones, and that'd just be it. Yeah. I mean? So I don't know. Like I, it's something that maybe you're right. Like they're just trying to like protect themselves from like rivals that are trying to make similar um, emulators. But at the same time, they could just make a quick buck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. I wanted to kind of talk about was um, Microsoft announced global game streaming service Project xCloud beta for next year. Did you guys end up seeing this? Heard about it. A little bit you about, heard about it. it. So their Project xCloud's a realization of their plans to bring their titles via streaming to any screen while empowering you, the gamers, to be at the center of your gaming experience. Announced on Microsoft's blog, Projects X Cloud will allow developers to deploy and dramatically scale access to their games across all devices on Project X Cloud with no additional work. Microsoft plan, Microsoft's plan to begin public trials in 2019 so they can learn the scale with different volumes and locations. The team behind X Cloud has designed a new customizable blade that can host the component parts of multiple Xbox One consoles as well as the associated infrastructure supporting it. These blades will be positioned around the world to take advantage of Microsoft's 54 Azure regions and services that support 140 countries to ensure that gamers will get the best experience no matter where they may live. Project xCloud is being tested right now on mobile phones and tablets and allows you to connect to an Xbox wireless controller through Bluetooth to control the games or to use traditional touch touch controls if needed. Microsoft is also planning on developing a new game-specific touch input overlay that provides maximum response and minimal footprint 
for players who choose to play without a control. As with any streaming service, latency is always a big concern as internet infrastructure is highly variable around the world. The Microsoft's research team are working to solve these issues through advanced in-network topology and video encoding and decoding. Project xCloud will utilize 4G networks and will scale to 5G as the availability of the newest network rolls out globally as it stands. They're currently testing experience in running a 10 megabyte per second. So that was pretty much everything they kind of brought up. And, and when they showed a trailer, they were kind of explaining it, talking about it, everything I kind of mentioned. They, they gave that information. Now, pretty much I want to talk about what Xbox is doing and what your guys' feeling is on st- game streaming in the future. I feel like eventually... At the way we're going, it's going to basically be the 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 medium how we all play games. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's going to end up being games will become a service. It's exactly what the developers and or actually now developers publishers want. Um, eventually, we'll end up getting to that point where that yeah everything is going to be a streaming experience. Yeah. Um, I think that's the next step really. Whether you do it off of a web um, like a, a browser, uh, if I don't know if you're Google's doing that as it's, you know, yeah, the Google's also Google doing there doing that. And like one of the games are trying out is like the Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, right? Yeah. Like, like people were playing it off and running out their uh, web browser, right? Yeah. Um, you know, once you can get that kind of a, you get a quality game like that going at a, at a reasonable uh, frame rate and uh, resolution, you know, you kind of make the whole, it starts to make, you know, the, that whole idea of a console obsolete. And I think as time goes on, that's where we're going to be headed anyway. Yeah. So um, I think it's it's basically just another step towards that future, you know, coming up. Uh, you know, I'm not against it. I don't I I've never tried it. So mm-hmm. I couldn't really, you know, um, comment on how it all works and how it feels. Uh, but, you know, I feel like in the end, that's what we're headed for as yeah. it is. You know, it's kind of like the whole. You know, we went from DVDs to Blu-rays, but Blu-rays didn't last out very long because everyone just started streaming movies. It was yeah. just the easier thing to do, and I think games are going to beat that same that same thing too. Mm-hmm. When you talked about blades, what's that mean? What, what was that? And what did, I don't know. Did, I think did, their did blades was like interface. Not really. They were just showing like games. I want to say blades might have been like the interface for the button control, maybe mm-hmm. blades. Like when I think of blades, it reminds me of the blades on the Xbox 360. You had different tab blades, but I don't think it's that that we're talking about. Yeah, I didn't really get what they were meaning by that. Here's the thing: the one thing they didn't mention in this written one, but I saw in the video, um, they mentioned that like, okay, you you can play a game that you've purchased on your phone, right? Or um, you know, if you have the console itself or through a web browser. And I'm pretty sure stuff too where like you know there's smart tvs now that i'm pretty sure that service will be on there to be able to stream that game on your television uh but even um they mentioned like hey you know you don't even have to own the console to buy the game you can just have your phone and buy the game on there and play it and i thought oh okay that makes sense that makes sense to have these services and you can purchase these games on any device that you have that could play it but my thing was, whoa. So let's say the new Call of Duty comes out, right? And you don't have an whatever Xbox, whatever PlayStation, you know, whatever Switch. But like, 
ooh, I got to pay 60 bucks to play it on my phone. Not saying that it's not, I get that's the base price, you know what I mean? Uh, of a game is 60 bucks. And they're not going to not sell it to you for cheaper if you have it on your phone. But, but like, I wonder if, if this is all I have. I actually don't have a gaming system. Um, you're used to high priced stuff, games on the phone, like $20, $25. But $60, like, granted, don't get me wrong, they're going to say, hey, but if you buy this here, later on you want to play it on your TV. Yeah. When you get an Xbox, you'll be able to play it, you know, on your Xbox. I'm just saying, like, whoa, 60 bucks to just stream it on my phone? Which, granted, they'll probably have a service where you play 100-something a year, and you can stream whatever game. But that was the only thing, like, I don't know how you, you think it's something they'd work around, or do you think that'd be a hard pill to swallow for someone like, hey, you don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have a console, but you still have to pay 60 bucks to play it on your phone. If you just wanted one game. Do you think that's something that's... that's do you see any hurdles that that it's gonna need to over to pass, you know, to get people to? I think they like would accept it. I think they would market it as a and as a one stop end all. I don't think they would really market it as a. Oh yeah, you know, you buy it on your phone and you play it for sixty bucks. They would market it as an end all, a one stop, like you're saying, end all. Like you can play it on your phone. Yeah. You can play it on your TV, uh, whatever little streaming box if that's what it takes. Mm. You can play it once you buy it. You can access this game anywhere. I think that's how they would sell that. They wouldn't necessarily sell it as just a portable experience or just like it's a mobile game. They would experience. They would. They would sell that as an as a one stop end all. So, I don't think um, the typical consumer. I don't think it would really. They would. They would cater to the person that would be like, "Oh wow, I can play this anytime I want." You know, instead of, "Oh, I only have a phone. This is the only way I could play." I think that's how they would sell it. Yeah. Not limit you to only one device. Yeah, because I mean, if if you say it like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sixty dollars playing your phone. Yeah, you're right. The typical answer is gonna be like, that's fucking expensive. Yeah. You know, I think they would sell that though as a, hey, you can play it on any device you want. Yeah. I think that's how they would they would word it. Um, what do you think happens to tr- traditional consoles? Eventually, they become obsolete. It's, it's, it has always been my thought. Uh-huh. They're not going to be around forever. I mean, how well are uh, all Ultra HD Blu-ray players selling? Probably not that great. Uh-huh. Um, if you go on to Best Buy, or if you look at the weekly ad, how many of them do you see for sale? Not a lot. It's... I'm not saying they're not available. Yeah, but like, um, are they being pushed as like we've like a DVD player was back in the day? You when you would open up an advertisement, you would see a lot of them. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, there's a TV. Yeah. You see a lot of TVs for sale because streaming is the way to go. So you see smart TVs because you go, oh, you can get and rent your movies on the TV. You don't have to worry about a DVD player uh-huh. or a Blu-ray player. Player, but like a 4K Ultra HD, there's options. I'm not saying yeah. there's not. You can find one readily at any store. Mm-hmm. But like. Are they really going to sell? Like, yeah. are they are they really advertising it that much? No, because I don't think at this point they're that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that's basically where we're headed to with the games anyways. But when it comes to, to streaming a movie compared to streaming a game where your actions and your responses need to connect to what you're doing on the screen, um, any do you think any form of... What's the word? I don't see ever consoles going away and but what i do see going away is physical media 
Yeah, I think you're going to end up with um, a, you could end up with a streaming box. It's, yeah, it'll be a box. So if you'd rather just download it, because if it comes to that, I'd be found downloading it because I don't want any split second to be missed. I don't want to die because for whatever reason, my internet cut off or the speed slowed down because someone hopped on my network. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they can't figure out like latency or, or even by in a couple of years. But again, here in America, our internet's kind of shit compared to the rest of the world. But you're going to end up, in my opinion, with a box about the size of an Apple TV. Because yeah, they're going to get smaller and smaller, uh-huh. and they're not trying to. And here's the thing: they don't want to. They don't want to put it onto a um, a TV because let's oh, face yeah, it: yeah, yeah. when you buy a TV, all of those smart apps you get within six months they're obsolete mm-hmm. because you can't you can't upgrade a TV. You know what I mean? So even when it's connected online. You can There's firmware no upgrade. You can yeah. do stuff like that, but you can't physically do oh, any upgrades. You. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like I'm saying, so it's like you're, yeah. you're stuck with whatever you have. Well, so like, yeah. Within it, a year or two, you're going to notice that your smart apps aren't so fast. You know what yeah. I mean? It becomes more of a pain in the ass. So you end up buying an Apple streaming device or something to make it to, to, to make up for that speed. Yeah. Just how it goes. Um, and that's how I feel like gaming in the end will just be the same thing. You just buy a Sony hub or a Microsoft hub, an Xbox hub or, you know. PlayStation or, you know, Nintendo even, whatever that is. It's just a little hub where you're used to. Or, as crazy as it sounds, you use, somehow they use the processing power of a future updated fucking um, Fire TV or Apple TV and you just use the app and you play the games through the app. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a possibility, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's your how do you feel about touch controls on your phone? Oh man, that's is, do you think there's even a way to make it work? I mean, here okay, really. granted there's kids playing Fortnite, like it's crazy. Is it just, do you think it's just us being older I think that part we're of it, just yeah. like we're just used to controls and kids just not force themselves, but they learn how to play it on their yeah, phone. Yeah, they take the time. Yeah. So like they'll when, actually actually take the when time. When they get older they'll be like, Yeah, fucking playing games on my phone is super easy as fuck. Like yeah, kind of like uh, I don't know. Like it'll, it, they'll be like the top esports players using his controller as his phone as his controller, and he's kicking all everyone's ass who's using a, a traditional controller. I don't know. Kind of I mean, like, 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 like a guy playing a uh, playing a fighting game, uh, winning a tournament with a controller instead of a fight stick because it's possible, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> not with the not with the fucking Nintendo though. No, with the Switch controller. Eh, yeah, it's it's um, no, but think of like. But see, I like, think that's a, that's the thing. Uh, for us, we know how. Like for me and Bethel, you too, Joe. But you tend to be a little bit more anal about it. Um, going from like a fight stick and just feeling it like become part of me, and going back to a traditional controller. But I'm not saying the traditional controller doesn't compare because I got so used to that as a kid. But when you could tell that some of the buttons, especially on the Switch, just the circle buttons. Especially for fighting games, like, ooh, not a, not the, not the greatest. You can yeah. feel what should be connecting doesn't connect, and I think for me, that's what I feel when I use like touch controls. But I think someone like a young kid who's who's born into playing it as a touch control, he's used to that feeling of, you know, this is how it feels. But I know how to counter counteract whatever I might be losing. Yeah. I don't know. That's my guess. I don't fucking know. But I think just uh, the feel of it is is strange because I mean, just I was just thinking about how like the evolution of the actual controller from like the NES to now. Yeah. There's people that only played it up to the NES or played the NES maybe the Super Nintendo or something, 
and then trying to get back into playing a game on a PS4 controller. And there's like, they're like, there's your 20 the buttons. buttons. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. So that's probably, that's probably like how we feel. We feel like that. With the that, touch controls? Yeah, with the touch screen. Yeah. Like how, how somebody would play. Uh, think of uh, how modern controllers are compared to how they were 20, 30 years ago. 30 years ago, shit. Yeah. It reminds me of, God, I forget his name. He was on One Up, One Up show. And he was talking about, like, it was when the Wii came out and Mario Kart came out. And, like, all kinds of people who had a Wii, like, bought Mario Kart for the Wii. Mario Kart Wii was yeah. huge. And, you know, they had the Wii remotes. And you can do motion control Wii remotes driving. And you can pop it in the steering wheel and use that. And for people who were traditionally played Mario Mario Kart from, like, the Super Nintendo, the motion controls were like, whoa, I feel like I have no control over anything it's not as accurate as using another control. This guy went to go visit his brother in college, and all his his, his college dorm roommates were play. playing Mario Kart. He was just like, "Oh, where's your where's your controller?" He's like, "Oh, you use the Wii. what do you mean? You use the Wii remote?" It's like you use the remote remote. It's like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to play. Yeah. And he kind of goes like, "You don't use a fucking controller? Like, what? Don't you use? Yeah, don't you lose? Had, yeah. Don't you lose like accuracy?" And no, he said all these guys were drifting and t- doing tight corners, and he was just like, "Fuck, I don't know how to do that in the yeah. fucking motion controls." You know, so I guess yeah, you're right. It just, you know, if you grow up with depending on where you fall when it comes to gaming, if you learn it a certain way, it just it clicks with you. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because I even try to play like a little, even like a platform run on touchscreen, and it's so hard. Yeah. Street Fighter. This is a, a Street Fighter app that was when Street Fighter Four came out. Yeah. It was. It was. It wasn't bad, but it was still kind of weird trying to do like the quarter circle oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would just be a charge character, and be easier. So what do you guys see? Um, Sony's response to what Microsoft is doing. A long time ago, when they announced the PlayStation 4, they announced the, the I don't know if it was a cloud service, but Gaikai, remember? Oh, yeah. And I think they use most of that for PlayStation Now, but I always hear negative stuff that it just doesn't run well. But do you see, do you see Sony trying to kind of do something similar, not soon, but like, okay, we see what you're doing and we know this is where it's going? Or do you think they won't focus on that right away? They'll just kind of wait to see how Microsoft turns up. Or do you think they even care? I mean, because they had Gaikai for. I mean, they, they haven't care. really used anything. No, I they, think they used Gaikai as a as a test? template for the um, PlayStation Now. Hmm. Uh, they do care. I just they're not really so far. They haven't been given a reason to care more than they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh huh. So it just depends on how far Microsoft takes it. I would say that right now, like you're saying, because the internet is kind of not very good in this country, it's an uphill battle until you get to those speeds, until we've got like fucking 5G or 6G, whatever G it is, um, wireless, you know, broadband available everywhere at a reasonable price. It's going to be hard to get the kind of service you want tip, you know, in a, in all areas, in all coverage areas, so that you can have a solid experience yeah. with streaming games. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes on behind that. I'm just curious to see who's going to pull the trigger on uh, 
when it comes to because it is the future. You're right. You know, I think I'll just stick with downloading just so I don't miss a like a. For me, I don't want to miss a, a frame. Just mm-hmm. to, you know, I don't want it to be. I don't want to fight it. You get what I'm saying? Like that's it. it it'll improve. I'm not saying it's gonna be shit. I don't know. I don't know how the future's gonna be. Um, but that is, that is the future. But I, I kind of I'm I'm curious of who's gonna. It seems like Microsoft will be the first to pull the trigger on like no media, you know, or the rumored multiple consoles, a streaming one, a download one, and all that. But yeah. All right, uh, that's going to be it this week. If you want to send us any comments, questions, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto P.S. 2 as far as... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? No. No, 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 no. We can... We can't do this. We can't. We can't start it with how amazing Joe was and end it with my voice this week. Joe, take it away. You've already ruined my moment, Jesse. What? What do you, you mean? Ruined it. How? Fuck it up, Joe. Just do it. You can't put me on the spot and ask Joe, me to do something like that. Do it. Do it. I really don't have the ump for it right now, Jesse. I had it earlier, and I just don't have it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I am your co-host, Joe PS3 Ramirez, with co-host... Beto PS2 Esparza. And the hostess with the mostest. Jesse PS Lira. Thank you, and good night. Jess, did you like it? The crazies. She's got a lotion in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the crazies? Yeah, Oh, because Beth goes, she's got lotion on her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she liked it too. And we watched it last week. It's, it's not a bad horror movie. I mean, it's not great. It's not like fucking super fan, you know, super fantastic. Yeah. Semi fantastic, Mr. Bombastic. Let me on the back to make me next to go. Whoa. <laughs> 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 <laughs>